everyone. Jamie here from the NOAC Godcast, where we offer Wacky Wisdom Weekly from God's Word. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Moses. And he, even though he couldn't see it, God was with him. we're focusing on God with us. And the funny thing is that we're able to look at these Bible stories and say, of course God was with them when you get to see, you know, the whole thing from start to finish. But what we fail to realize is that we get to see the overview, not the human's point of view. And um, so we get to see it from start to finish while the people in the stories are actually living it and trying to figure it out day by day. And today I want to talk about Moses. Now, there's so much that Moses went through in his life. There's a lot of things. Um, But God was right there even when Moses couldn't see it. Um, First off, God protected Moses from death right off the bat. Um, (laughs) Boat. Not right off the bat, right off the boat. Oh, right off the boat. That would make more sense. Right off the bull rush. I wrote this at 10 p.m. My brain is not. You can stick with that. Okay. Okay. Um, Exodus 1, 8 through 10 says, Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, um, lest they multiply and come to pass, that when there uh, falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. So some context, um, the Israelites were enslaved to Egypt at this time. So the new Pharaoh was afraid that there would be too many Israelites being there, that there were too many Israelites being born and that the Israelites would soon be able to overtake Egypt either on their own or they would be able to join their enemies and take them over. And that did not make Pharaoh very, very happy. And so they started thinking of ways that they could prevent this um, from happening. And in verse 22, it says, and Pharaoh charged all his people saying every son that is born ye cast shall cast into the river and every daughter ye shall save alive so they decided that all the hebrew babies that were male had to be thrown into the river but the females they were fine they could be left alone (laughs) so unfortunately um moses is you know he had he had the odds against him like right off the bat um and he was barely even born so i'm gonna say this wrong because I always say it wrong. Is it Jockbed? Moses' mom. I don't know. I've ever said it out loud. Yeah, like I've heard Jockbed jock- bed sounds very French. Like I don't, jock bed, like, I I don't it, think she was. I believe it's Jockbed. It's probably like Ockbed. It's either Jockbed or Joshbed. I like Ockbed. I think Ockbed. It's not Ockbed. Yeah, <laughs> no, so. Ach-bed. the J is silent and it's he- it's, it's Hebrew. Ockbed. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jockbed. Okay. <laughs> um. She knew that she was supposed to kill her son, but she couldn't. Instead, she would keep him hidden for three months, and then she would create a little arc bassinet to place him in. Um, Once she placed him in the river, she left him by the reeds in hopes that somebody would find him and take care of him. You saying something? So, it's interesting, like, the series This Mother's God With Us. Yes. Which is true. But it's an interesting, I don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to think that God was with, like, she, Jacques Bed, Jacques Bed, had to trust that God was with Moses. Yeah. Like, so not only is God with us, but like, pr- 
having enough faith to realize that God is with our kids when yeah. we can't be, that's a very real thing. Yeah. Like, Julia goes to school. She goes to a Christian school. Like, I, there's not a super lot of potential harm there. And I'm there most <laughs> of the days. <laughs> but, like, every single day before we get out of the car, we have prayer together. And one of the things I pray with her is that the Lord would protect her mentally, mm-hmm. physically, and spiritually because mm-hmm. all three of those are important. Yeah. And, uh, but ultimately, like, when she leaves my hands, like, once I walk her in, like, ultimately she's in God's hands. And so yeah. uh, for me to recognize that God is with her mm-hmm. just as much as he's with me and that God can be, God is responsible. God yes. can be trusted with yes. with my kid just like Jacques Bed had Jacques to Bed. trust, uh, not to trust uh, <laughs> God with Moses. We went from last week was Australia, yeah, this week this is, is French. This is the international Christmas special <laughs> of the NYC Godcast. You know, the funny thing is, since I was reading this, and like I know, like I've read the story a thousand times, but like reading it, I told Jacob, Jacob was sitting there, I'm like, she kind of listened. She put him in the river. <laughs> like she just didn't kill him. She May just... that be a lesson in leadership to Pharaoh to be specific. Yeah, yeah. be very specific. So uh, yeah. we've been like we just studied this in Life Wise like two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like we're still. Juliet just sang this in school like a few weeks ago. Yeah, we were at the yeah yeah we were yeah. we were at the burning burning bush last. So. Um, Jockbed, Hawkbed. Okay, so Josh Bed, <laughs> Josh's bed. I don't know. <laughs> we, should, we should look up the thing. Hey Siri, who is Moses' mommy? <laughs> that would be a good answer. Yeah. But uh, so this is um, four hundred years later. Mm-hmm. Okay, and clearly the uh, Israelites, the Hebrew people, were living under the Egyptian mm-hmm. government rule of things, okay? And, like, the question came up in life-wise, like, how removed were they from God? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because 400 years is a long time. Yeah. And, like I said, if you take every church and every Bible off the planet, how, how long would humanity last before humanity would forget about God? Yep. Okay? So, here, um, like, where, where Josh said, like, she had to have, like, some sort of faith, mm-hmm. okay? I would even question, like, she may have just been like, I got to save my kid. I'm going to put yeah. him in the basket and good luck. I hope yeah. the crocodiles aren't hungry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, of course, all along, God is like, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to say manipulating, but he is directing mm-hmm. the events as they happen. And it, I don't want to be a spoiler alert, but even as you get more into it you know you know what i mean how uh you know they they need the um the maiden to take care mm-hmm. of moses yeah. and you, yep. you know what i mean like that's not random circumstance no. right. you, yeah. you, you know what i mean this is all it's god's provision. divine yeah, plan yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. exactly well, that's exactly what's I was going to be going into, but like basically that's why i said it in the spoiler oh, you're you're fine okay. but basically um Pharaoh's daughter happened to be bathing at the time, going to clean up. And what's the odds that Pharaoh's daughter is the one that came down? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously that is God. God was with Moses. It's like, it's the theme this month or something. But, so he, she came down and she saw this bassinet and she, you know, told her maiden or her maids to come over and, you know, grab it for her. And she opened it up and that's when Moses started crying. And so she was like, we need to take care of this. Well, 
I, I kind of, I don't know why. I always see it as like like the sneaky sister because <laughs> Miriam was watching the whole time. Well, if you know what happens later in her life, yes. she is kind yes. of the sneaky She's sister. Kind of, yeah. But like I always think of it as like the like the little kid yeah. sneaking to see what happens. Right. And so like she was watching the whole time to see what would happen to her brother. And so as soon as she saw that Pharaoh's daughter guy, she's like, "Do you want me to go to yeah. the, one of the Hebrew women?" Because they knew it was a Hebrew baby. And they're like, "Do you want me to go to one of the Hebrew women to you know nurse the baby for you?" And she went and got her mom. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so was, she didn't know any other Hebrew language. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I gotta go get my mom. And so not only was he saved from death because he was put in the basket and then went on to Pharaoh's daughter, which I mean, I don't we don't know like what would have happened, but like if somebody else would have found him, he probably would have still died. Yeah. Because right. he, it, Hebrew children were or males were told to be killed. Yeah. And so if it wouldn't have been Pharaoh's daughter herself, it may have not it would have been like, Oh, turn that basket over. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> throw that baby back in there and so um i lost my spot where was i talking where were you talking yeah where right were we? well fair enough but anyway and so basically she like got her and then miriam was like i'll go get my mom so not only was he able to stay alive but he was also able to stay with his mother exactly. yeah. inside yeah. of the nursing years yeah. you know what i mean not only does god keep us safe but god spoils us yeah. like yeah. you can't read the bible without seeing this you're like because wow. it could have been easily some other woman. And right. like the beautiful thing is that's all grace. Like it is provision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's also grace because yeah. Moses didn't like he th he's a baby. He cried and done things in his diaper. Baby like that, yeah. Yeah. there was nothing yep. Moses <laughs> could have <laughs> there is nothing Moses could have done to have deserved that goodness no. from God. It was pure grace yeah. and and provision. Uh, but so it is with our life. Without the dirty diaper maybe. <laughs> I mean, for we some do. of you. Uh, but that's the same for our lives. Like there's nothing we could do to deserve God's provision. There's nothing yeah. we could do to earn his grace and yeah. yet here we are. Yep. Yeah. And then once he was old enough, he went back to Pharaoh's daughter to be raised as her own. Um, however, he knew that he was a Hebrew. And one day he was a walking and he saw a Egyptian beating up another Hebrew man and that made him very angry. And so he looked both ways, you know, looking around, making sure there's nobody Sneaky there. like a sister. Yeah, like a sister. It must be his sister. It's that Jacques Bed hereditary syndrome. <laughs> Jacques Bed hereditary syndrome, is that what you said? Someone called John Hopkins. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh but either way, he looked both ways to make sure there was nobody there, and then he killed the Egyptian, and then proceeded to bury him in the sand. Like, I feel like you could have at least... That's a medical term we like to call dead. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess my thing is, like, you could have done better than just, like, sand moves. <laughs> yeah, like, I, when I read this, I'm like, he dug a hole in sand. Yeah. That's... I mean, if you've been to Egypt, there's not a lot of other options. <laughs> Put him in a tree. <laughs> How do you think, like, back in the river, where this thing started? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. He's got to keep rolling him, man. <laughs> it's not Play-Doh. <laughs> I don't know, just digging a, a hole in sand just seems... It's good. God is provisional, yes, not yes. Moses. <laughs> not Moses. Moses was not very good at that. Anyway, so um, he went and killed this man, and then he buried him in the sand, and then Pharaoh found out, and... Pharaoh was very, very angry, and so Moses ran away from Egypt, and he stayed away for many years, and honestly, through that, God was able to protect him, because, I mean, I don't know how easy it was to run away from, like, an entire, like, Pharaoh and army and stuff like that at that time. World ruler, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, to run away and be safe yeah. somewhere, even if it was miles away, I would assume that they could still travel there, yeah. but God kept him safe through that time. Yeah. Yeah, no extradition laws or anything. Like Safe that. and also he he uh, 
protected Moses, but he also prepared Moses. Yeah. Like that yes. was his proving ground. That's where yeah. Moses became Moses. Not only would you run away this time, you'd run away again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but eventually the Pharaoh that wanted to kill Moses would die. Probably buried, buried in the in sand. sand. <laughs> <laughs> but like, think about the implications of, I would now just thought about that. Like in all terms, it was his grandfather. Yeah. Do you know like adopted yeah. adopted grandfather? So like think about like your own grandfather wanting to kill you. That's messed up. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. <laughs> I just wanted to lay that in there because I would cheer everybody up. Christmas <laughs> <'Cause it's> cheer. <laughs> Death and hatred. <laughs> Sand. Your grandfather doesn't love you. <laughs> Death in the sands. Um. But anyway, eventually that pharaoh would. You say gramps in the sand. <laughs> I'm going to roll with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to Is that the new band name? Curves in the sands. Then the Israelites would cry out to God to free them from slavery, and God heard their cries. Then in Exodus 3, 2 through 8, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him into a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, but put thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and of the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmakers, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of the land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And then here's like the the big the part um, in verse 10. God says, come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. And so he not only you know, brought him through, you know, what would have been death. And then he provided him safety through the, and gave him grace even with his mother and all that stuff. And then he provided safety for him to run away, to be able to um, do what God had called him to do later on in life. He is now telling him, you're going to do this. He's going to be with him and you're going to let my people go. You're going to be part of the way me to get them out of there. I was thinking uh, back to what Kevin said, um, 400 years between when they served God and yeah. when they forsook God. Um, I'm of the mindset that they so had left serving God that when, um, in a few verses, when mm -hmm. God tells Moses, when Moses says, who should I tell him, send him? Yeah. God had to explain himself who he was because they didn't even know who yeah. he was anymore. Yeah. Let me mm -hmm. let me tell you my name because they don't know who I am. Yep. And so that's how far, basically, Israel no longer knew God, no mm -hmm. longer served God. And yet, in Egypt, which represents sin, mm -hmm. not serving God, God was working 
to be near to Israel. Yep. Um, the, there's a beautiful poem called The Hound of Heaven mm-hmm. and how God pursues us yep. uh, no matter how far we've strayed or rebelled against him, he pursues us. And that's what we see in this scene is where God was with Israel, though they were totally rebellious and totally sinful and totally sh- straying and, and wayward from him. Mm-hmm. Still, he was working behind the scenes to draw them near to himself yep. with Moses in the bulrush and with Moses in the sand and Moses in yep. the shepherding and all like all these things. God was working. I am. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> God was working to draw these people to him so that God could be with them, which is our, our theme this this month. Yeah. Um, but may that be a, a reminder for all of us. Like, no matter where you find yourself, God is working to bring you back to him. Yeah. Yes. And working to be united with you. Yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, I said this in church a couple of times, is, is that uh, God is pursuing us, okay? And the unless you are, like actively dodging him at every turn mm-hmm. you're gonna he's gonna get you yeah <laughs> I mean, go. i'm gonna get you not in that you know creepy kind of way but God you know not a creepy uncle. No, no no he's not no but uh you have to like in my humble opinion particularly at our church like if you go in there with an open mind and you just listen you, you, you know mm-hmm. what i mean Eventually, the Holy Spirit's going to say something to you, okay? The only way that cannot happen is if you go in there and you sit there and you go, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, in this instance, like, I don't, I I wouldn't necessarily, like, the Israelites were closed-minded. I would say they were more ignorant of who God (laughs) (laughs) No one was home. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh. Yeah, so they were so far removed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there had to be some people who still, you know what I mean? The the heads of the tribes were still there. Like, they were still a religious people. They just had totally forgot, you know, they had so intertwined with Egypt and so left the traditions of their people and their heritage and, and... uh, the promises of God that they didn't even know of anymore. Well, and that's the thing. I think that's why it's really important in today's age. There's this whole thing of living life and... Well, God, the Bible doesn't specifically say I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And so while that's true, that's absolutely true. But there's also generations. Right. And so if your generation doesn't hold anything, then the next generation's not going to hold anything. And they're not going to hold anything. The old saying is that you're producing a more extreme version of yourself. Yeah. And your children are the next generation. Yep. Um, and that's that's sure that's yeah. true yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying it's very terrifying <laughs> but like that's you and julia oh that's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> i think we all know that's true though <laughs> oh goodness so god tells moses that i want to bring my people out of slavery and bring them into an amazing promised land and i'm going to use you to do it and then moses goes on into questioning god why him basically saying that i'm the least desirable for this job and in verse 12 god says And he said, certainly I will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto you, not unto you, unto thee, that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. Mm. So he was promising him, I'm going to be there. It's not going to be you that does this. It's going to be me and I'm just using you to do it. Right. Um, And then he was still had some questioning and hesitation and God 
eventually allowed him to bring his brother Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so he, through the whole time, you know, Moses had, um, I think they, I don't know if it's a stutter or it's just a speech impediment. He couldn't talk very well. And so these are the reasons why he was like, I can't do this, but it's not about him. It was about God the whole time. And he right. just couldn't see that, but it's about him and not, or it's about God and not him. I think that in, in the verse you had there, <clears throat> I think that really is a beautiful verse, especially mm-hmm. for this month and in, in this thought. God tells Moses, I will be with you, Emmanuel, like God is with us. But then he gives him a promise that follows that. And the promise is that on the mountain, you'll serve me. Mm-hmm. And so what I, what I, my takeaway from that is that because God is with me and hasn't forsook me in all the times mm-hmm. I've strayed and let him down and failed him and sinned against him, I will serve him. I will have a relationship with yep. him. And so I can look back and see God working. And that means I can look forward at his promises coming yeah. true, but it's all because he's not left me. I've loved him plenty of times, yes. but it's because he's not left me that I have a future with him. Yep. 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 That's a very good, um, like when you say how you, know, you, you look at the past and see that God is always, you know, yep. with you, it makes it easier yep. to believe his future promises. You know what I mean? And, uh, as a Christian, that is so reassuring because once we realize we're in a bad situation, because we all know when we first get in a bad situation, we're not thinking of it. Yep. But we can look back and say, you know, last whatever, God got me through it. So yep. God's going to get me through this. Well, and that's what you see. Fast forward. Yes. Uh, and, and God literally for the rest of the Bible, I mean, through <laughs> revelations tells them, yeah, remember what I did in Egypt. Yeah. So like he's making a point here yeah. that we always are to look back. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many times in the Bible, but the Bible goes out of its way to tell God's people don't forget to remember. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we get confidence for the future by looking at the Well, there's path. so many times that they make like pillars and different things yeah, to remember. Exactly. Um, like the, what was the, the stones yep. that were stacked up? Mm-hmm. And like it's throughout the Bible, you have different things that are like that where they like, we need to put this here so we remember. We have to put, because yeah. they're like, we're dumb. We will forget. Yes. We right. need, yeah. we, need yeah. this rem- we need a post-it note. Yes. <laughs> exactly. If I would put autosave on computers, they were like, you know what? Just autosave it. Just autosave it. Just autosave it. And so finally, Moses would be setting out to, you know, to go to Pharaoh and say, let the Israelites you go. No. You can. You can sing it. say it with enthusiasm. He didn't go inside. But I don't let have the booming voice. Let my people go. Tingo. Very good. I think Amy, sh- Amy who is, who's, where's she at? <laughs> we don't even know Amy. Jamie should have had that. Like we could have seen oh, it. Oh, like me like, yeah, and then do do do. Yeah. Well, we didn't. I didn't know either. I don't know what my dude would have been. Kevin's like, I'm not letting my voice to that. No. But finally after 10, like, you would think, so like if you're a pharaoh, like, you know, the funny thing is, like, how many of us, so we're Christians, yes. and, like, one thing goes wrong in our day, and we're like, that's it, I'm done, I'm, <laughs> I'm out, out. Yep. Pharaoh's, like, ten plagues, and we're yep. not just talking about, like, paper cut, we're no. talking about, like, there's blood, like, overwhelming Inhale catastrophe, and and frogs like, and call flies. FEMA, no, he doesn't give up. Like, literally takes the death of everyone's firstborn for yeah. him to be like, And then he's maybe. still like, maybe. get him! Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, Which, he's like, I'll let you go, maybe, and then he lets him go, and then he's like, just nope, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Which... Really, what strikes me is this, and like I said, because we've been sending this at LifeWise, mm-hmm. is, is that, like, he's thinking, like, we need to get them out of our land. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, how can we get rid of them? And then Moses is like, hey, let people go. He's like, that makes well, sense. I think, that this, makes sense. I think that Let's the parallel here is mm-hmm. that Egypt is sin. Yes. Who is the ruler of sin? And just as much as God is pursuing us, though Pharaoh has no legal right, though Satan has no legal right over our life, he is pursuing us and and trying to put a grasp of sin back upon us Mm -hmm. and will not let go and without a fight. Yet 
Christ has given that he's severed that, right? He severed yeah. that uh pursuit. Uh but that's the same that's the same thing we see here. And just like a, a little mm-hmm. tidbit because I didn't know this until we studied this out in life wise. But the ten plagues that got afflicted upon Egypt mm-hmm. directly attacked ten of the Egyptian gods. Yeah, gods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't realize that until like three weeks ago. I hope like, that was an oh. interview question. It's not. No. It's not my oh. trivia question. <laughs> but I am actually pretty proud of our little ones. Our little ones actually can name like at least like nine out of the ten plagues. Well, I'm okay. like, wow. Probably because my mom drilled it into them. <laughs> Bless you. So like if they ever see like a locust and a frog, they're like, oh no. Mm. They're like, mm. this is going south. Where's the pharaoh? <laughs> um, yes. Where are we at? Ten plagues. Ten plagues. Finally, after the ten plagues, Pharaoh would let the Israelites go. But after some time had passed, Pharaoh's heart would harden again. And it actually says that God hardens his heart. Yep. Um, hmm. But he had his armies go after Moses and the Israelites. And they eventually came to the Red Sea, which they could not cross on foot. And Pharaoh's army was right behind them. And at this time, the Israelites were complaining to Moses. They were like, we would have been better off in Egypt instead of dying out here. And... But Moses knew that God had told him what to do. And Moses stretched out his hand, because that's what God had told him to mm-hmm. do. And the waters parted, and they walked on dry ground. And that's not like a, it wasn't muddy. It wasn't a, like. It was sand. It was sand. Thank like you. Don't bury dead people. In. <laughs> well, maybe Moses does. <laughs> but, but like, He's all across, you know, we'll go good here. <laughs> it wasn't just like, a, it was slightly not wet. <laughs> they weren't wading in it. They weren't, like, at their knees in the water. They were, right. it was dry. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, pick up your kids because they're getting their feet stuck in there. Is that how you walk? <laughs> that's that's how, when your I'm, feet are that big. I'm convinced that's how Jacob walks. Walk. Have you ever heard him walk? <laughs> um. And then as soon as they were across and safe and out of the harm's way, God moved the water right back and swallowed up Pharaoh's army. And we can see that through that, God was with him. Even if people are complaining to you, complaining about things, he was still on track. He's like, I know this is what God wants me to do. This is exactly what I'm supposed to do. And God told me exactly what to do when I got there. The reason for his confidence is, again, that verse 10 that you read there, because God said, I'm with you. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, all right. Uh, Josephus, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, Josephus, uh, who was a Christian historian, it wasn't a Christian historian, he was a historian, talks about the scene, and he says that um, Moses was so convinced that God would deliver him that yeah. he may pick up the mountain and move it so they could walk that way. Yeah. And so, or he may pick up Israel to throw him across the water. Yeah. God, he, Moses was so convinced that God, and I think the reason for his confidence, and that should be the same for us, yes. it should give us overwhelming confidence to face anything. Because God has told us he's with us. Yeah. Just as much as God told Moses, I will be with you and you will serve me on the mountain. He's told each of us, I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Yeah. I'll go all the way with you. Yeah. So you will serve me and you will do what I've said. That should be all the confidence we need. Yeah. It doesn't we don't even have, way. like, you're not talking about a small thing. Like, he had, like, the faith in God to take an entire group of people, like an entire. Plus people. Yeah away from somewhere that they were enslaved to for years and then like we're like i just i can't even talk to the person at walmart do you know what i mean like we don't even have the faith to do that so i'm picking up what you're laying down Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but do you feel as though moses had like several advantages that we don't have like Like we haven't come across a burning bush you know what i mean like we we 
did not. I would, I would politely disagree. Yeah. Okay, please yeah. do. Yes. This is the reason. Yeah. Moses was working on hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. We're working on absolutes. God's word is written and finished, yeah. and we have yeah. every one of those promises. Yeah. Okay. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's ours. It's done. And then also you have on top of that, which should be a help, and I feel like we we forget it's like the whole thing we don't have our reminders is that god wasn't inside of them at this point yeah right that's and we well, actually, that's what i mean like yeah. he spoke to the burning bush what if moses never heard from god ever again yeah we have the privilege of opening up god's word and hearing yeah. from him daily really? moses was just yeah. hoping he was, yeah. like what if it was silence for the next 40 years like, like and then what are you supposed to do well the bush told me <laughs> Quote of the day. Quote of the day. Like you're watching in the, the fro with the staff that's on the ground. Like, I'm sorry that you're dying of <laughs> hunger. I'm sorry about the your shrub misunderstanding. That's, that's funny. Oh, goodness. But yeah. So God was there with Moses even when Moses could not see him or even when Moses could not understand who God was. And just as God was there for Moses, he wants to be there for you and I. Um, today's considerable quote is somebody that I don't know. The bush told me. The bush told me. The bush told me. Um, when God calls us to step out of our comfort zone, he is not calling us to be comfortable in the situation. He is calling us to be comfortable in him in spite of the situation. Mm, That's good. Um, and then my feature content is the afters God is with I us. I wonder how many versions of that sentence we could come Listen, up with this month. <laughs> I, I think there's like 20 songs. There probably are. Because I had two or three I didn't use for the one I did use. That's funny. Um, last week's thing. Do you have guesses? Who was the word Emmanuel first spoken to? What were the options? Joseph, Abraham, Ahab, or, or Mary. I'm giving it Abraham. 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 I'm going to go Mary. I was thinking Abraham before she said it. Ahab. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wrote the whole podcast the first time on that, oh. and, and then, then I scrapped it. But I was like, that's still going into the trivia question. Yeah, the first time in, in the Old Testament is said to Ahab. Huh. I feel like... like it's, not, it's literally like he's talking about, like, we're going to go to war, and you're going to be destroyed. And then God's like, oh, and by the way, I'll send someone called Emmanuel. He will be with you. And then it goes back into this war thing. And it's like... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Snuck there right yeah, there. It was, yeah, it was fascinating. To let you guys know before I read this, the bolded one is not the correct one. I don't know why it's bolded. <laughs> oh, okay. You mean that? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and my about is capitalized twice. A-B out. A-B out. A-B out. That's her radio sign off. A-B out. So this week's trivia is about how many miles did Mary and Joseph have to travel to get to Bethlehem? Those are also proper miles. Yeah. <laughs> You're all just staring like, I'm like what? what? Did you round so that's up? my problem is I hit the shift for I random things. Um, a is 30, B, 60, C, 90, or D, 120. We just admit no matter which answer it is. It's a long way. That's a long ways on not, yeah, not car. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how you got there. It's, yeah. it's, mm, it's a long time. All right. So birthdays, hopefully these ones are right as well. <laughs> that looks correct because I know at least one of those is correct. All right. So we have Holly Dingus. We have Adelina Dominga, Dominguez. Is that how you say it? Tawny Pettit. Yes. Okay. Bessie Ring, Desmond Hefner. Or is he Hefner? Hefner. 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 Um, John Piles, Tiffany McDonald, and Michelle Mosier, and Serena. 
Price. You didn't ask how to pronounce McDonald's because we all know you know uh, how to pronounce listen. McDonald's. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> my phone. The bush told me to do it. Before before I had my 2014 van, I had a 2018 Escape. And every time I got into it, it would tell me that McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's was 10 minutes away. That's what it would tell me every time I got in there. So the car told you to do it. Yes. I'm seeing a ha- yes. uh, pattern here. Yes, 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 yes. Um, No mail. <sighs> Please write us. That would be a great Christmas gift. Cheers. Yeah. God you bless can write, us You everyone. can write letters to Santa, but not to us. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Too much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining. Um, please like, comment, share, subscribe. Let us know what you feel about things. And don't forget to tune into the special yes. episode coming up. Recap episode. It. Did we change it? We don't know when it will be, but it will be soon. When it's here. Surprise. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Snot. You had to scream because I hit snot, that really hard. Snot. <laughs> Spoken like a true mom. Snot. Snot. Who's Bob? Just never He's let an Aussie. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's really just went downhill quickly.